You're listening to Danny and Gallant on 710 ESPN Seattle. Now, here are your hosts, Danny O'Neill and Paul Gallant. Shirt removal injury is worse. Both are based on poor performance and competition, but one is actually a physical activity in your own control. Fair point. From the 360, the video game injury definitely worse. The guy hurt himself playing Mario Kart. How do you explain that to your teammates? He's competitive. That's Jesus Lazardo, <laughs> as far as I've seen, he's not told anybody what video game he was playing. It would make it worse if it was Mario Kart. It would make it worse if it was Mario Kart compared to Call of Duty. Call of Duty would be a much more understandable entry. There's right? a there's a giant cheating epidemic in the world of Call of Duty Warzone for uh, those who play, and some guns are overpowered. So yes, I, I think Call of Duty anger is much more understandable. Mario Kart, how are you not good at Mario Kart? What's wrong with you? Well, the rainbow stage is it's tough, man. The rainbow stage will get you. <laughs> no, you See, if you hurt yourself you at the rainbow right, stage, fine. that's shameful, man. That is some shameful stuff. The other note, Zach Plesak is Dan Plesak's nephew, not his son. I had misdiagnosed the family connection. He's his nephew. We've got Jerry DePoto with us, the Mariners' general manager. And, Jerry, we're saying we're riding the waves of excitement in two really well-played, clean games against the Oakland A's in which your young hitters have, have looked really good. And it certainly changed the mood as, as the Mariners prepare to return here to T-Mobile Park after playing today's finale against Oakland. It's funny you say that. I'm watching these two games, and you know, teams around the league typically pick up some type of signal that they send one another from second base when good things happen. You know, the you know the thumbs up or or the, the deer antlers, the, the the different signals that they're they're using to to celebrate in the moment. I'm watching the A's that they're they're making some type of wave motion, and I'm thinking, ah, that that is roughly a baseball season. You know, you ride the waves. It's only been about a week, Jerry, since we've seen Jared Kelnick go through a slump, and now the last two days he's hit really well. Do you feel like he has conquered his first slump, and would those, I guess, early returns even, I guess, classify as a slump? Yeah, it's hard to say it's a slump because it's so quick. Right. (laughs) I mean, uh... His first day, his first day, he it moved fast for him. His second day, he was the best player on the field. Uh, and then the, the five or six days after, he looked like a young player trying to find his way. And you know, along the way, you know, what he was doing, he was putting the ball in play, and that was that. That is encouraging. And, and if I look at you know the, the body of work over his first forty-five or fifty plate appearances, it's it's probably not too far off what great players do when they're when they're breaking into the league and i do think that jared has a chance to be one of them it's 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 a learning curve and it, it happens for many players around the league the best and the, and some of the guys who who won't quite make it over the hump but i, I suspect jared will in short order jared you guys obviously have a plan and an approach to this i guess rebuild is it hard to keep the blinders on at times or is this organization so focused on what you guys have to be do to be successful that it's easy I think the focus part is is easier for us. I won't say it's easy, you know, because like everyone else, we ride the waves, and you know, a week like the the one we had during the last homestand, and even going through the weekend versus the Padres, you know, those are those are hard, you know, six day stretches to endure. But you know they're coming, and you know you know they're coming for most baseball teams. You're going to lose five six games in a row, and and frankly, when you're in a stage like we are, where you're trying to graduate a lot of young players to the big leagues in a small window of time, 
you know, and then you're set back with a lot of injuries, frankly, and and you're playing the best team in the league, which happened to us last weekend. It starts to look, you see the separation and and what's happening on the field, and and that can be discouraging. And then you wake up three or four days later, and a couple of guys are back from the injured list, and and all of a sudden some some cold offense starts turning into interesting offense and and spirits perk back up. I've I, I found through the years that that's just the cycle of a baseball season. We're talking to Jerry DePoto, uh, Mariners general manager. We've seen three starts from Logan Gilbert now. Man, you see the, 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 the stuff he has and his secondary pitches are absolutely great in addition to the, the heat that he provides. What, do, what have you seen from, from his adjustment and, and introduction at the major league level? I, last night, I, I literally had a party at Shea DePoto when I saw him break out his changeup. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, he, he, three starts in, and we know Logan is always going to be in that 94, 97 zone with his fastball. He throws strikes. He's got ride at the top of the zone. He'd been having some difficulty landing his curveball and slider. Last night, we saw a step forward with that, especially in his ability to land the curveball, uh, or at least make it look like a strike for longer. You know, the one weapon that, that he has had that he has worked so hard to develop and we think is a really good pitch is his changeup. Uh, and I think the frustration of giving up contact, particularly, you know, hard contact in the first couple of innings, in innings two and three, really teed him up. You know, he needs to throw his changeup and and ultimately he did to their better hitters. And I think it made a world of difference. And the last two innings were so much easier for him than the second and even the first half of the third inning. Look, and those are the adjustments, the learn on the fly moments that have to happen for a young player to, to continue to grow. And, and we saw that yesterday was Logan's biggest step in growth in, in his very short big league tenure. All right, Jerry, I'm not asking about Jared Kelnick promotion anymore, but there are some players in the minor league system who are hitting very, very well. We know Taylor Trammell is doing very well. And also Cal Raleigh, who's had a hitting streak at eight games, a 310 average at 959 OPS. What are you looking for out of him before you guys eventually call him up? Just to see it over a sustained period. You know, Cal's at the upper levels. He started, what I would say is, slow-ish. And then uh, here lately for the last seven or 10 days, he's been on fire and he looks great. We are very confident in, in Cal's maturity, but you know, again, another player who was really disrupted by the, the short season in 2020 and what we're seeing here over a seven to 10 day stretch is what we think Cal is capable of. We would like to see it for a little more time. Frankly, there's no real answer. I don't want to see him do anything more than he's doing. He looks great. <laughs> we just want to see him maintain that for a period of time and and show that the, that he is capable of managing this over a, 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 a set of weeks and months rather than just you know a seven day stretch. Now, um, Hanniger went one for four last. I'm sorry, zero for four last night. Didn't have the greatest night, but over the the season, man, he's been the guy. And I wasn't expecting this type of year out of Mitch. Is this something uh, you saw coming um, for Mitch Hanniger this year? It, it would have been amazing to to think about this in, in November and December. To think about this is what Mitch would look like at the end of May. He's he's been remarkable. Uh, I, I think he's this good a player. That goes without saying. This was roughly the, the player he was back in, in 2018. And, you know, we're seeing it now play before our eyes. 
what's amazing is that it's happened after such a long layoff. And you know, it's, uh, the fact that he picked up where he left off. And in some ways, he's really changed how it happens. You know, now it's a little bit more about power. And, you know, that's been very evident in the season's first two months. Some of the defensive plays he's made, whether it's the sliding catches or going back in the gap last night, haven't just saved our, our bacon, but they've, they've been catches that, frankly, we didn't see him make for, for two years. And it shows you how much we missed having him around. And it's been such a, in, in some ways, an excitement and a relief uh, having him out there playing healthy and doing the things he's doing. We are talking to Jerry DePoto, our weekly visit with him coming a day earlier than normal. Jerry, today will be your team's 50th game, and it's certainly not not time or a sample size to pass any sort of judgments, but I would bet you have a beginning to understand the, the shape that your team has. What do you what stood out to you about this group that you guys have at the, at the major leagues so far? It's a gritty group. You know, with 50 games in, as we sit here today, we've got 19 players on the injured list. And mm-hmm. the fact that we've been able to hover around 500, playing what I think is a particularly difficult schedule. And I know it's been turbulent with the, with the way it's happened because we got off to a good start and then we had a really rough couple of weeks. That's, again, generally the way baseball seasons go. But couldn't be more encouraged by how gritty the group is. Because you can look out there on a given night more trying to cobble together the 26-man roster following injuries and promotions and, and watching as players make their adjustments in, at the early junctures of their careers. And the fact that somehow they're able to manage it, to, to pull wins out is so encouraging and gives us really a lot to look forward to for the future of the Mariners if they're learning this type of character and how to compete at the end of games while they're learning. It, it, it I think, bodes well for the future. He is Jerry DePoto. Jerry, we, we always appreciate your time, and it is I, – I, I think what I enjoy most is that you get a sense of the big picture that you do. You, you kind of sharing that perspective with us lets us see the, the long arcs and get away from some of the day-to-day, the ups and downs, the waves, as, as you described it, that, man, there, there is a lot to be really excited about about this team going forward. Thanks so much for your time, Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. You got it, guys. See you next week.